All right. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of I Love My Shelf podcast. As you know, we always start off with showing what graphic tea I have on today. So we have Black Books Matter. And this graphic tea came from Mahogany Books. So make sure you check them out. It's a black home bookstore. Um, they have dope stuff. Um, so make sure you go online. If you want a shirt similar to this, I like my little African print sleeve very good to support. Now, as you know, I Love My Shelf focuses on helping indie authors get more exposure. So if you're an author and you'd like to be on the show, hit me up in the DMs and we'll love to have you on. Um, I Love My Shelf podcast airs every Sunday night at 8 p.m. You can either catch us on YouTube or you can catch us on anchor.fm. So tonight we have author Portia Dion, and she wrote a nice little book called Intoxic. Hey, Portia. Hey. How are you doing this evening? I am doing good. I'm great. I'm great. I'm trapped inside with the snowstorm. Are you trapped inside too? No. Um, it's so south of us got all the snow. I'm in Michigan. We the snow we got a week or so ago is pretty much melting now. So really? It's really cold outside. Yeah. So. Oh, you lucky. You know, down south, I'm in Charlotte. We're not used to this kind of thing. So, you know, I was like, what is going on? I had to like shovel my driveway and everything. Yeah. <laughs> this is not. Yeah, this... Couple weeks ago, but now we just have like the bitter cold and high wind. Oh, okay. Well, they said another another thing is coming through Friday, so we'll see how that goes. But I guess I'm y'all used it. to that. I'm over it. I, I never get used to it. I never get used to it. I'm over it. Really? You don't get used to it? I I'm, I don't. I don't like it. <laughs> I know it's coming every year, and I feel like, <laughs> That's so funny. That's so funny. All right, Miss Michigan girl, tell us a little bit about yourself, like how you became an author, because you have a ton of books out. You got like 10, right? Nine. Nine, nine. Okay, tell us about that. So, as you said, my name's Portia. Um, I was born and raised in Flint, Michigan. Um, I never thought that being an author was like a career choice that was even like an option coming up or whatnot. Mm-hmm. I didn't start writing until I was in my mid-30s. Oh, wow. So, um, any of those out there who are listening that want to write make you feel like you're too old for it because you're not in your 20s or whatever, boom. Yeah. Keep going. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, like my first book, Love Lost, came to me in a dream, mm. in my feelings about a situation. Mm. Ooh. <laughs> and, and, right. This <laughs> book came to me in a dream while I was unemployed. Okay. Um, after graduating college with my bachelor's degree in accounting, and I couldn't find a job right away. I had been unemployed for about six months. Oh, wow. And I writing that book. Um, a few months later, I ended up did, get, uh, did find a job, um, and I was still writing off and on. It took me about three years to write that first book. Oh, wow. Idea to publish it. Yeah. Three and a half years, just about. And I've been writing pretty much constantly ever since. Hmm. 
That's dope. That's dope. Yeah, that's a lot of books. Nine books. I don't know how you do it. So do you write like a little bit every day? Just about. Just about. And like, I mean, I take time off when needed because you know you need those yeah. days or, or weeks to just sit back and binge watch stuff on, you know, Netflix or whatever. Yeah. Um, but just about, yeah, try to write something. It doesn't flow well all the time. Yeah. Like, you know, you just get in what you can. <laughs> yeah. I'm with you. I'm with you. I I have to be like inspired. So I'll go like a whole week without writing anything. And then all of a sudden it'll be like, you know, so it really, it really depends on the inspiration. Uh, I can't force it. So I would love to make this like a full-time career, but the problem is I really can't force writing. I have to kind of be feeling the story and, you know, it just got to flow. You know what I mean? I would love to make this a full-time career, and that's kind of one of my goals. I'm one of those writers where where I always have, like, I always have multiple projects that I'm working on. They're in different stages. Yeah. So by the time I publish one, I have another one that I'm editing and another one that I'm drafting. Right. So I can always jump. If my mind gets stuck on right. one story, I can jump to another one and... That's smart. Try to work through the writer's block that way. That's smart. So what inspires a lot of your stories? Like, how do you create a story in your head? A lot of it comes from other things that happen to me. Like, most of my books fall into the romance um, or erotica genre in one fashion yeah. or another. Um, so either my past stuff from people I know or just you know little stories mm-hmm. here and there um there's one story that is in a very very early stage that I'm working on that was inspired by Neo's album nonfiction Ooh. so <laughs> so like the inspiration can come from anywhere I'm I believe in letting yourself be inspired by any yes. little thing, you know, whether it's the way a blade of grass moves when the wind blows. Oh, that's or, beautiful. You know, <laughs> 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 or, you know, something, you know, a little bit more obvious or, you know, whatnot. But um, just try to pull from wherever. I mean, there's creativity all around. You just have to try to tap into it. Yeah, I know. And the funny thing is, because like I, I work in a school, and so a lot of my books they are romance, but they're based around school situations. And people at work always want to be in the story. They like, let me do something crazy so I can be in your book. I'm like, listen, first of all, that's not how this works. <laughs> like I see stuff in life, and then I apply it to the situation. Like you can't force something to happen so you can be included plus it's weird i don't want to put people i work with in my stories anyway you know i don't know people are so weird my co-workers know i write and and some of them have asked to be in a book and i told them okay if you go in a book there may be a chance that you get murdered (laughs) you don't want to be in the book Right. Yes. 
I'm going to be so detailed in the graphic. <laughs> Baby, you don't want that. You don't want that. Yes. So there is like another story I'm working on. I just, uh, instead of asking to be in the book, they ask that I name a character after them. Oh, uh, okay. It happened twice. Okay. To me, um, one of my friends daughter she asked if I would name a character after her Aww. So for my third book and then but it was um, a good character right oh my god <laughs> Oh, okay. Um, and then uh, one of my bosses at my job, she's like, just name a character after you, please. And I'm like, okay, I will, but I'm not naming a main character after no. because, like, it's a kind of sexy story and I just don't feel it. No, no, so. <laughs> no. <laughs> Good grief. That is too funny. <laughs> Okay, so tell us about your latest book, Intoxic. Um, I was only able to read a little bit, so let's give us a good summary of what it's about. So, Intoxic is a poly-romance. Um, <laughs> yeah, an erotic poly-romance. Um, Titan and his two girlfriends, Sasha and Jackie, the three of them have been together since they were in high school. Hmm. The story takes place a little bit more than 10 years after they graduated high school. Mm-hmm. So initially, it was the relationship consisted of just Sasha and Jackie. They were best friends in oh. elementary school or middle school, and they kind of started experimenting with each other. That happens. And it turned into the two of them, you know, being girlfriends hmm. and having a relationship. And then they met Titan and, um, he was insistent on not breaking them up and treating them as equals and the three of them being in a relationship together so um but when the story took place titan is an r&b singer they live in atlanta Mm. um and he has them they have kids and titan is still he's very much living that life okay fast Mm-hmm. Life that energy, like so, he has the drugs, the group is throwing stuff at him, and he does not turn them down. Mm. Um, his greed essentially catches up to him in way very in ways he didn't expect. Yeah, and, and his life starts to blow up in his face, mm. and, and how everyone deals with that because Jackie is a bit of a thug, Sasha, um, she, she's the homebody, she's a little obtuse yeah. and naive when it comes to something. Yeah. Whereas though Jackie is more street. Mm, <laughs> okay. And you know has no problem taking a bat to someone's legs. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> Jackie is gold. <laughs> I want to be like that in real life. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Titan's greed catching up to him and how it dominoes throughout his life and um, the aftermath yeah. of all of that. 
some people make it out alive and some people don't but you know what i've noticed with a lot of my books um the the books that sell the most are the ones where i kill like a lot of people <laughs> Right. Want to discuss why I killed this person and not that person, and and did this one really have to die? And right. What made you kill this? And I'm like, listen, the books are huge incident reports. I have no control over these people. Yes, <laughs> they're in my head, but I have no. Right, right, right. It definitely writes itself. I agree. They write themselves because it's like I don't know what I'm gonna write. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's true. It's like it speaks to you, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's so true. Because even sometimes, like in my first book, the decisions the main character makes, I'm like, oh, this is so aggravating. But it's like, you know, it's her. That's what she would do, not something I would do, you know? Exactly. <laughs> I mean, there were things in, in Toxic that all three of them did, you know? Mm. That's how you and Sasha, that they all did that I would not have done. Right. I may not have reacted to the situation in that way. Um, but again, it's not me. Right. <laughs> right. They are their own, and they're just people that live in my head. Right. <laughs> right. Because in real life, like, I'm super um, conservative, super introverted. Um, but my characters are wow. They just, they screw everybody. They kill people. Like, they do random, you know? So, it's, it's definitely a difference. My, my characters are the same. Um, I, I miss my characters. Yes. <laughs> because I'm very much an introvert. Yes. With, with COVID and stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to mingle with people like that too much. Especially mm-hmm. face-to-face. Where so, um, COVID does not exist in any of right. my books. Right. So it's, it's the world is as if COVID has never existed right. in my book. Yeah, I write it like that too. It's just, I think COVID takes away from the fun a little bit, you know? COVID is depressing. It is very depressing. <laughs> it is very depressing. I'm ready for it to be all over. Like, But the yeah. sad thing is, according to Dr. Fauci, it seems like it's going to be with us forever, like the flu. You just got a mask up. But it's like, are we going to be wearing masks the rest of our lives? I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I'm just, I'm so tired. I'm I so know. tired of it all. <laughs> I know. I'm with you. I'm with you. I just wanna I want to be out. I don't want to wear a mask all my life. Right. Um, but I, I think once it gets to the point where it can't mutate as much. Yeah. And we we probably are still a few more years off from that. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I know. <laughs> now, switching gears, what is one piece of advice you would give aspiring writers? One of the things I would get, um, if you write, you are a writer. Mm. Preach. If you write, you are a writer. The only thing that separates a writer from an author is one is published and the other isn't. That's the only mm. thing that separates an author from a writer. I like so that. If you write, 
are a writer and take pride in that mm. and you know try to write as often as you can you know if, even if you have to get up an hour earlier for, for, before you normally do yeah to sit there and write that's how Toni Morrison wrote her first two books before she became a full-time writer yeah she woke up an hour earlier than what she normally did and that she wrote for that hour and then hmm. went on and got ready to work and take care of her son mm. together in office school that's how she did her stuff yeah um and there's there's lots of writers who were like that too mm-hmm. so I like that. If, if, if you're, if you write, you are a writer. So stop doubting yourself. Yes, and I think that's what we need to preach for. You know, not only writers but every profession. Um, people are mm-hmm. so like doubtful of their talent. You know, what do they call it? When imposter syndrome. You feel like imposter you can't syndrome, do it. Yeah. And yeah. it's like if everybody else can do their jobs and they're not even good at it. You know, have have more faith in yourself. Stop doubting yeah, yourself. Right. Right. We literally talked about that on the last podcast I filmed. I was like, oh my gosh, it's so many dumb movies out there. And if they can do it, all of us can do it. <laughs> Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. That is so true. Right. That's true. That's true. That is a good point. And you know what? I think we'll wrap up on that point because that's that just like summarizes everything. It's like, just do it. Like Nike, just do it. You can do this. Somebody's going to be into what you're doing. It's somebody. It's something for everybody. You know what I mean? Definitely. So I'm glad we had you on. Where can they find your work? So you can find my work on... Um online wherever books are sold so amazon barnes and noble um kobo walmart ebooks like my books are available on all those platforms um you can also go to my website portiadeon.com p-o-r-s-h-a-d-e-u-n.com and um you can actually read the first chapters for all of my adult books um on there and you can find purchase links. Nice. I appreciate you. I'm I'm glad we finally caught up. I know it's been a crazy couple of days. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, definitely whenever. I'm glad we were able to do this. I know. I know. Whenever you publish something new, just let me know, and I'll have you back on. All right. Will do. Thank you. Thank you.